Coming up, we're killing zombies and answering your questions. From the Balvali studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Dis Unplugged. This is episode 150 of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. The Disunplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Sean, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host and best friend, Ed. Yeah, boy! Okay, and that's where we drop this <laughs> okay, now. Sorry. So, yeah, it's, of course, it is uh, only a couple days until we get to Halloween. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, you know, less than half a week left. And so this is our annual, our second annual, I guess, because we didn't do this two years ago. Um, I think the first year it happened, uh, JL dressed up, and she was the only one that dressed up. I think I was wearing Spider-Man pajamas. Were you? Yeah, I feel like I brought my onesie to work that day. Oh, I did not remember that. I just remember she dressed well, up she as Velma, had, like, the and wig she was and the dress yeah. and the thing on. Yeah, she was the I only one. Scooby Doo. She should have let me know. For yeah, her time. Yeah, you see. And then last year, of course, you remember uh, our very awkward and disturbing appearance as the cast of Home Improvement, specifically Tool Time. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> no, throwing it back. And this year we were uh, now that we're down to a duo, we were looking at some of the uh, some of the iconic duos of course stuff like bill and ted came up especially considering all the news this year and uh we ended up settling on a a universal horror movie though yes that's right we are for those of you who are listening and not watching you don't know what we're talking about but i will break the fourth wall right now we are dressed up as uh sean and ed from sean of the dead so of course i will be your host sean today and rhino will be ed uh i didn't bring us our cornettos yes ice cream things i was gonna stop on you the didn't way. do that well I, they don't sell them here no. but i was gonna get us a nestle cone i i left my cricket bat at home you left your shovel back at home oh man i i hate there's a record on the wall i was gonna take that record and hold that up but i can't <laughs> i yeah i i feel like mine was easier because i already kind of look like ed i feel like he's like the chubbier his hair's like mine I could have shaved my beard a little bit more than I did, yeah. but I was afraid well, of what lies beneath. I, I had to shave into a goatee. And Your wife's it. thrilled. Uh, I had to do it after she left for work, <laughs> and then I will be going full shaved off after after this is finished. But yeah, I, I will say the looks I was getting on 408 driving with a bloody shirt in my <laughs> Yeah, window this explains why the uh, highway was so slow getting here. Yeah, that that would explain it. Uh, and so yeah, last year, you know, we kind of kept up the shtick for the entire episode. Here's the thing: I don't know what has happened, but over time, my fake British accent, which was never good to begin with, let me just tell you, it has evolved into a just straight up Australian accent. <laughs> and I'm sure that you already heard that in the intro when I just kept. I think I slipped in a good day without even knowing. It was like the uh, yeah. 
that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire where he's like, oh, where are you from? And she's like, oh, all around. Oh, because your accent's a little muddled. Well, so is your tan. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's exactly that's what I always what think it about whenever somebody does the yeah. fake British accent. <laughs> but no, it's just, it's slipping. So I, I'm not even going to try. I, I considered it, kept going back and forth on it. I just, I can't do it. So we're dressed up. It's fun. It's visual. We're going to answer some questions. Actually, we got a lot of, there was a lot of confusion about the questions and what to, what to actually ask us. A lot of people sent in Halloween related questions, which I do appreciate. Mm. That's a, I love Halloween. Yeah, no, I I love it too. And then we got some uh, just random ones to fill it out. So we're just going to answer probably about six or seven questions here. See how long it's going to take us. If we kind of like brush through them, we'll uh, maybe, maybe answer a couple more but uh let's uh let's go ahead and just jump in on these questions and the first one is going to be coming from mr steven i'm not gonna say your last name because well you deserve your privacy but steven says if money weren't an object and you could nail the look perfectly what would your dream costume be also, assuming we get a replacement show for Bill and Ted, would you prefer it be based on another intellectual property for Universal to make its own concept and or for Universal to make its own concept and characters? Go. I didn't I didn't really Can you repeat the last part of the question? <laughs> assuming we get a replacement show for Bill and Ted, yeah. would you prefer it to be based on another IP or for Universal to make its own concept and characters? Isn't Bill and Ted a universal movie? No, it is not a universal movie. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, well, uh, first of all, my dream costume, I don't know. I mean, I already have – I mean, it's not perfected yet, but, uh, you know, I got that Power Ranger suits. Uh, and so, like, those cost money and take time to put together. So, like, another one or a better one perhaps or – I don't know. I always want different costumes. I love playing dress up. That sounds weird. I love dressing up. Uh, and it like, like, I don't know. Right now I kind of want that Thor costume with the helmet from Thor Ragnarok. But, um, I, that's, that's a tough one for me. Cause any day of the week I want something else. Uh, I, I want like a really cool, like maybe Finn from the force awakens. Mm. I don't know. Or, uh, like a Poe. I know. I'm okay. I'm done with that part. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I don't know that I want them to replace the show with something else because I'd rather just keep being Bill and Ted. Do I want another show? I want some other form of substitute entertainment. You always want them to add. You don't want them to subtract. I I think it should be – I don't know. We talked about this um, last week, how much we love the Elvira show. I love anything that's like a pop culture, pokes fun at pop culture. So it's kind of – I know that doesn't really have anything to do with Halloween, but it kind of does because if you think about it, everyone's wearing – Halloween, you're dressing up. You're wearing what's trending in pop culture that year. You know, oh, what's the big superhero? You know, is it Power Rangers, Thor? Is it Spider-Man? You know, whatever. And it's like – I don't know. Yeah, I'm – the hard part about it is – if they what they would replace Bill and Ted with in terms of uh, another show in that that sort of variety, to me it almost has to be intellectual property based. I it, it's no knock on Universal. I would put the same knock on Disney uh, because you know it's very difficult to come up with a unique concept 
and actually have great execution. One on that it. holds too yeah. for for years because you got to think Bill and Ted. The formula for Bill and Ted has been more or less successful for like twenty six years. So. Yeah, I mean, look at look at how easy 26. look at how easy it is to get an original movie made anymore. It's yeah. very. I mean, yes, if you do it, if you do it as an independent project, yeah. But I think you meant difficult. Um, I don't. You. We all know what I meant by yeah. that. It's very hard to come up with an original concept and actually have it stick and work that it can come back year after year after year. So I think intellectual property would have to be the way to go. If this Bill and Ted third movie that keeps getting buzz right now actually ends up happening. I, I feel like Universal's just going to be kind of sitting there shaking its head on that one. If if there is another show next year, let's make it. Let's just stay in those the that eighties. Let's get it back to the future. Let's Marty show up in the DeLorean, and then him and Doc are the new hosts of the show. Hey, that that would be fun too. And as for my dream costume, I'll just throw it in. It's it's not actually a dream costume, but a funny quip. Uh, Kylie and I went to the Halloween party uh, on. Uh, last Friday, Friday night, yeah. and I we wanted to go dressed up together, and I, I gave her the choice of what we could be, and I kind of said some of the easier couples costumes, and then I settled on her favorite cartoon, which was Calvin and Hobbes. I saw the photo. Yeah, well, I... And, and then I, she said Tigger and Girl. <laughs> well, that ended up being the problem. Apparently, when you dress up like a tiger at an Disney... An orange tiger. Yeah. An orange tiger. Everyone just assumes that you're Tigger. And it was relentless the entire night. It's, oh, oh, stand closer to Tigger. Get closer to Tigger. And I just... Like, nope, this is the last time I ever tried to do anything nice. But that was a fun costume. So it only cost so much money because it was just paint on a t-shirt. Those are the best costumes sometimes. Oh, I see what you did there. (laughs) This was an iron-on. Okay. (laughs) Moving on, Christine Forsyth asks, whoops, just gave away your last name, not horror fans, but we're seriously considering attending Halloween Horror Nights for possible low crowds in Diagon Alley. Have you been in Diagon Alley during Halloween Horror Nights? What's your experience? Thanks. Love the show. No. Oh, you've never been? Mm Mm-mm. Okay, I, I have been. It's been a place to, if on a super, super busy night, that's when I'll use Diagon Alley as an escape. Not very often. Uh, yes, it is a little bit slower, but on, I mean, on an average HHN night, Diagon Alley's relatively dead, but anymore, I don't, Diagon Alley's not like, constantly congested in the daytime like if you want the nighttime experience in it yeah that's absolutely the best way to do it during halloween horror nights especially on a slower night but if you're talking like a night where all the houses are like 90 minutes two hours long uh chances are gringotts is going to have like a 45 minute wait as well and diagon alley is going to be swarmed Mm. so you, you have to decide what you're really looking for if you're looking for low crowds at night you might be able to get just as decent if you go in like the last two hours that the park's open but uh you know what i would suggest is still maybe give it a shot just in terms of being not being horror fans maybe maybe do hhn and at least you get an idea for what the scare zones are like maybe that'll start to turn you around on and say you know what i'm not a fan of horror itself but i might be a fan of this event 
That's kind of how you it happened know. for me. I like eased into it because a team member preview. They'd go, and I wouldn't really do any houses. I'd watch Bill and Ted. I'd see the scare zones. And one year I did a house, and then the next year I did like two houses, and then I was forced to do it all working here. And now I'm like, oh, now I'm a frequent fear yeah. pass holder. I know. Things things just evolve like that. So the next question comes from Eli Grimes. Oops, gave away your last Jeez, name again. You're terrible I'm just this. on this now. Well, the first so. person's <laughs> name was McPhail, because I feel like they're not getting out of this either. Yeah. And also their name's McPhail. <laughs> I actually kind of love your last name. Oh, awesome, awesome. So Eli asks, uh, what universal horror movie or franchise do you think would make a good ride or attraction that hasn't been done? A horror movie? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one. I think I think actually a classic monsters ride would be kind of cool. Like now that we've yeah. done that log ride and uh, the flume ride in uh, Knott's Berry Farm and how like seeing like kind of what can be done with a Halloween themed attraction. I'm kind of, I was like, that was the best thing ever. And I think maybe it'd be cool. Cause you could go through like black and white movies and then into when they shifted into color and you could have like animatronics or characters or effects happening. It might be cool to just kind of do like a, you know, like a, a Dracula wolfman creature, all that kind of stuff. Might yeah. Be, that'd be neat. No, it, it absolutely could be neat. I, I think that, you know, I, a lot of times when we do these kind of like blue sky, questions it always comes back to we'd love to see a dark ride like i'd mm-hmm. love to see a dark ride of the leica uh animated oh, yeah, pieces and i'd like to see the i'd like to see a dark ride i think at one point in time we even said a dark ride of like the history of snl it always goes back to dark rides and i agree that a dark ride on classic monsters like literally that is old haunted house spook houses like their version Should of the haunted mansion yeah, exactly. Okay. It's it's something that would just fit in. That's what the, those classic ones that were run down by carnivals. You had vampires. You had all these not universal monsters, monsters. So I think that it would obviously fit in there. Circling back around, I just realized that there is a comedic duo that could also host a universal show at Halloween time. Wayne's World. Well, no, I oh, that wait. fit more in the Halloween spirit. Elvira? No. <laughs> Us? Oh, oh, we should host the show. I see. Well, like no, Sean Sean and Ed. Oh, yeah. That would be that would be you just actually said it wasn't a universal show. Universal thing. Oh, you said IP. No. Okay. I got lost here. No, I I did I said it's it's something that could replace Bill and Ted. That still you that uses in a universal characters that are actually based around a horror movie and not just a time time travel movie. Shaun of the Dead is universal. Bill and Ted is not. Yes. There it is. Okay. There we there go. There we go. We are back on track with that. I would like to see them do something with even if it was just like a, a house where Sean and Ed are going through killing zombies. I think, uh, uh, I, well, that's what immediately when we started this, that was when my brain started turning, where I was like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if next year's, like, kind of funny, scary house was Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, I, I think that would be... It would actually be Baby Driver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that could also be scary. There's lots of ways to work that around. I, I was thinking more, because there is a enough... There's another... Um, there's another question here that... 
I couldn't find. Where was it at? Where was it at? Where was it at? Oh, there it was. It was from Alex Zapata. Zapata. I don't know which which one Still you say it is. Still saying last names, huh? Still saying. I'm just. I'm full board on it now. Uh, Alex says, "I would like to know which horror movie do you think should be a house in the upcoming Halloween Horror Nights, old or recent movie." I think Shaun of the Dead is absolutely a shoe in. Well, that would be my answer. Yeah. Something that needs to happen, but I, I think maybe one one of the things that the I would like. Oh, I love that movie. No, that's that's actually a really a, a really good choice. The I, I, it, one of those rarities where I don't like the director's cut as much as the original, but that, I love that. I think if you haven't seen that movie, that is always like my go to. Like it's a phenomenal. Michael J. Fox is amazing in that movie. It is the movie that got Lord of the Rings made, um, and it's uh, it's got Elliot's mom from E. T. in it as well as a crazy lady. Yeah. I mean, ghosts. Goose. Yeah, no, I mean, there's also other shoe-ins that would work perfectly next year. Uh, the the recently released uh, The Snowman, which, based on the reviews, it must be the scariest movie <laughs> that's been released this year. Oh, that's a, that's a burn. Um, or Tom Cruise's Mummy movie, again. Not, not, uh, not happy reviews, mostly scary reviews. It. Uh... That house, I mean, I know they did it in L.A., but they could do the house with, like, all the – clowns is, like, their thing. They were doing clowns all the time. Yeah, and that's that's where I, I – Beep, beep. I, I, I saw the movie. I've listened to most of the audiobook, obviously. I've seen the miniseries, and I am actually anti-bringing anything it into Halloween Horror Nights. I don't think it has a place in there. What? I I just don't think it. The new one is about like deep rooted fears. Yes, it is about deep rooted fears, but it just we already have a clown for Halloween horror. Oh, okay. we have, I, I see what you're saying. We have we, we've Jack branded the our clown. own thing, yeah. and even when Jack hasn't been around, you're right. They always do clowns in some way. But it whether is an original. It's the, yeah. Whether it's the um, the chainsaw gang that's walking through Springfield this year, years back when they had giggles and gore. Yeah, giggles and gore. It, clowns are always, always have a presence pretty much uh, at Halloween Horror Nights in some capacity. And I just don't think bringing it in, that's just adding an extra layer in. And I, then I, I'm concerned about the issue that we see through all our houses because we don't use a single solitary mask. What? Like Hollywood, Hollywood uses uh instead of having scare like the let's take ash for instance they don't have a bunch of guys that just kind of look similar to ash like ours does they just put everyone in oh basically it looks like a michael myers uh william shatner mask and just like kind of paint around to it to kind of make the character in some situations it does work in other ones i don't think it works at all and that's why I brought up Ash because that specifically is one. With with it, I don't think they could nail the look every single of Pennywise. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they could do that. What about Stranger Things? Not spooky enough. No, the I new don't. I don't think that's horror movie based. And maybe, and maybe once the new season comes out, there's enough between if you're the two to this seasons. Today, it's tomorrow. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, so maybe, maybe if there is enough between the first and second season to add in something, I'm thinking you go uh, in the upside down and then 
it's kind of yeah. It's all interpretive from there. You no, know? I, exactly. It could be like a insidious going into the further situation yeah. and just getting uh, a little vague with what's actually happening. So I, I do see that as a possibility. I, I don't. I think there's also there there needs to be a little bit more lightheartedness in Halloween Horror Nights, and I think that's mm-hmm. what I'm kind of left with this year. Besides Ash. I feel like the event is very... It's taking itself... It's going... It's like... um, Like, I like the original Saw movie. I like the first three. Like, I like them as being creative and different than other horror movies that we had seen at that time. And then they took kind of that that turn almost into that torture stuff where it was... And it, like, took itself too seriously. That's how I feel this event is going into that really dark, twisted, where you're like... I like it dark, but I also want to laugh at myself, too, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, Some stuff can be – the more ridiculous stuff, like Asher's the Evil Dead, is the stuff I like a lot more. And I'm not saying it's a better house. I'm not saying every house has to be funny. But I know what you're saying. Like the pumpkin eater in, in Hollywood yeah, like, didn't take itself seriously, seriously. Yeah, it's, You can still get the scares in without having it to try to be like the scariest thing you've ever done. And not everything needs to smell like poop. Yeah, I I don't know. Something I just feel like maybe the it needs a bit more balance mm-hmm. in, in terms of uh opportunities to laugh. I mean, granted some people do get scared so much that all they can do when they leave the house then is laugh and well, and that's a fun aspect of it. I think another it, good example is Trick or Treat. It's yeah. like it's it's like I I love that movie, but it's also like it's classic oriented. It's oriented in like old, you know fairy tales yeah. or, or folklore, and and so like you kind of going through an area and like kids are trick or treating and it's pumpkin, but it's also a little twisted. Like yeah. I, I I like like right there. That's the sweet spot. Yeah, and I I do think that that will probably make the jump into a house in the next year or two. Oh, that would be kind of cool. kind of similar to like uh, you know uh, um, Bayou of Blood turned into dead waters this year and a few years back in hollywood la llorona was uh la llorona there i believe it started as a scare zone went into a house and then they brought it here as a house i could be wrong on that it might have just been a house there then a house here but i'm pretty sure it started as a scare zone there so uh with with trick-or-treat i think there's enough there's enough meat and potatoes in there to to do a full-fledged house Based on the care, they they have the costumes now, so now let's just take it to the next level with right. that. Uh, but yeah, I, it just, I don't. Know, for me, it needs a little bit more goofy, opportune moments to laugh because I feel like it's just it's not a little more not, Krampus, a little more, a little more, a little more Ash, a little more trick or treat, yeah, a little more just, of that, just a little bit more of that. So let's continue on to the next question. This one comes from. Uh, this one comes from Barry John. After taking part in many events over the past years, what would you look at adding to improve the event, i.e. character interactions uh, or making rides? Wait. Okay. Wait. I don't know. I'm going to skip this question. I feel like this one was it started off being like it could be about Universal, and now it's kind of going back to Disney. So, um, Yeah. Pass. I'm passing on this one. Sorry, Barry John. I should have screened this ahead of time. We're going to move on to David. No, already did David Fuller. Here it is. Otto. <laughs> Haunted Mansion Holiday gets a makeover in a Halloween makeover in Disneyland. What ride at Universal should get a Halloween makeover? Hmm. 
Well, the Harry Potter stuff, but that'll never happen. Um, so it has to be in studios. Men in Black would be a fun one because um, it would be cool because I think it would be neat if you were like it was Ghosts and Goblins. Like I feel like like how Monsters After Dark um, yeah. had kind of the layover done to it in California. Like they could do a similar Men in Black Monsters on the Loose or something like that. You know, like something where it's a it's Halloween and you have to go through New York City or something. Yeah, like that. I mean my. The oh, two, Simpsons. Hello. Well, that's yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. My number one and number two are simulator attractions. The first one would be uh, Simpsons. I think so it would be so easy yeah. for them to create a new. I mean, they only have twenty eight Treehouse of Horror episodes to pull from, I, and like essentially, like you, if, if you, the all you have to do, yeah, is show the clips from those for the ride, and then like maybe dress it up inside a little bit. Yeah. It, you'd be closed for like two weeks. Yeah, I think there is some potential to be able to do that. The other one that I think would also be uh, would be an easy fit would be to do uh, Despicable Me, Minion Mayhem. And kind of give that a bit of a Halloween, like it's. I think there group. is like a hollow, a minion short film that was about trick or treating or something like that. Maybe oh. I feel like I've seen minions dressed up in Halloween costumes before. Yeah, I, 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 just, I might be making it up, but I think that would be kind of a cool, yeah, I, a, a I family just, friendly one. Exactly, it would it would add like something that it, I I think it would only be during the daytime. I wouldn't have it open at Halloween Horror Nights, but. Uh, I, I would definitely you could do throw it. some pumpkins in the big house window, put some spider webs up. Exactly, yeah. Groot. Yeah. Groot celebrating the first Halloween with the girls, yeah. and they're going all out for it, and they're doing something like that. I feel like that would be a really easy makeover to do. That would be really really fun. Yeah, and that, that's just my opinion on that. The other thing I could say is maybe add in new effects to something like the mummy kind of like ghost galaxy does maybe maybe add a special soundtrack for halloween that's even spookier a lot of yeah just (laughs) just just something little but i think i think the two that really would be ripe for a halloween makeover that would be uh very easy to accomplish would be doing the simpsons ride or despicable me i think honestly the simpsons it it could be like I don't want to say missed opportunity right now because essentially, like, you think about how much they must make in merchandise from that alone. Yeah. Like, so release some Treehouse of Horror merchandise. You know, you've got the overlay. That merchandise is going to pay for the overlay, you know? Like, throw get the soundtrack going out there. Like, it works so well. Yeah. It, Have some Halloween themed treats inside of Moe's or something. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, the difficulty in there comes with the licensing. I'm not sure how easy it is. Oh, that's to, true because it's not like universal. So it's not like universal head honcho can be like, do it. Exactly. It's Fox, right? Yeah. They'd have to, they'd have to definitely work together. Uh, and then especially with Matt Groening on that one. So, uh, that, that is difficult. But again, despicable me. You could do it no easy. It, just yeah. do it. Just do it. Stop just wasting it. time. Just Shia LaBeouf just says do it. it. Just do it. Just do it. That's <laughs> okay. So now we are going to move on to doing a couple more questions here. And let me figure out which one. This is going to be like a half question, half serious question, half kind of rant. Uh, Jen Roberts. One of our best contributors that we we love uh, as what is your favorite universal Halloween snack? Does Universal go all out with Pizza special fries. 
special themed holiday food. What I'm really saying is, please let there be the biggest, raddest, spooktacular holiday cupcake to rival all Disney themed <laughs> cupcakes. And the first thing I have to say about that is, if you've listened to me ever before talking about Disney cupcakes, you know how much I hate Disney cupcakes. It is the cheapest easiest way for them to say oh we're doing something special let's put out a cupcake it's not unique anymore everyone does cupcakes and they do them way better than disney i, I was just gonna say i was do like, them better the thing is you can get a much more creative and better done cupcake like just down the street yeah. you know what i mean now they've got sprinkles down at disney springs or uh, you know plug for jelly cakes you know like I, she does like worms and dirt and ghosts and she always comes up with these really cool halloween ones and i was like Disney, when they release it, they put up they put the fondant, the printable fondant sticker on top of a piece of chocolate and put it on the cupcake. It, it's sloppy and it's lazy, and I'm glad that Universal doesn't go all in on this same aspect on that. However, they started doing the theme stuff this year because we did the drinks. Yeah, a, a little bit. So they they kind of tiptoed into this, tiptoed, tiptoed through the tulips, and with the the drinks and obviously every event that they have, oh. they have to have the twisted tater. Uh, this year, oh. pizza fries made their debut. Ugh, pizza so, fries. You know, did this, you see the guy who tweeted at us about he made the pizza fries at home, but he did it with tater tots? Oh, I was like, you sir, you and that's I actually be best friends. That's actually smarter. I think it would be a better consistency. It, well, but, it's it's like a hash. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to try it with waffle fries too, though. Let's just so, do all three. Let's yeah. not kid ourselves. We we need to really do a good taste good test too. on this Cheese one. Strips in, but anyway, oh, yeah. On, yeah. But uh, no, so I I think that Universal, I they. The issue that we've been having is we want to do more snack reviews at Universal, yeah. but they definitely lack in the uniqueness department yeah, on that. For uh, sure. I think they nail specialty beers and coming up with stuff like butter beer, and they do well, and a the lot Harry of Potter service in Harry are, Potter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, But throughout the rest of the park, no. So unfortunately – uh, my favorite Halloween snack does have to end up being pizza fries, which I don't – they're not – Overtly Halloween Halloween-y. They're just something that's offered during Halloween. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this is somewhere – this is a place where Universal could definitely step it up a little bit. Uh, the next question comes from Eric Villa, Villalobos. I, I don't know if I'm saying this right. If you had to retheme Toon Lagoon with an intellectual property Universal doesn't already own, what would you retheme it as? How about an IP they don't have? So, Toon Lagoon uh, makeover, something. Now my mind is so set on it being pets that I can't think about yeah. it as anything else. Another cart- Ninja Turtles? Power Rangers? Nickelodeon-themed television shows. <laughs> I am... It's, that's tough. Um, it, Toon Lagoon is a very big section. And whatever would replace it, I think, would have to be worthy of it. And at this point... Uh, for me, Secret Life of Pets. If that would ever replace it, I don't think it's. I don't think it's strong enough anymore. It's unless there's a, a sequel coming. There is a sequel. There's a sequel. Yeah. Uh, but the first, I, I after seeing it in theaters, I wasn't overly impressed with it. Uh, letting some time in, watched it again on Netflix, was even less impressed by it. It's not a. Re- it doesn't have rewatchability for me. Yeah, it, it brings in uh, the family oriented aspect that i think they were they would be hoping for but not really a big hit i really hate that kong had to be just plopped right in the middle of those two because i feel like i feel like jurassic park having a bigger expansion i was gonna say i would would have been better modern jurassic world expansion 
Yeah, it. I, I think that would have been something that I would have loved to have seen if it wasn't for the fact that Kong was just plopped right down in there. I think more more Jurassic World would have would have done well, but you know, it, it's really tough right now. I I I just don't know what else to put in this my creativity levels on it are like dwindling so i'm hoping there's some people at universal creative who are definitely like stepping up their their game with imagining what can actually go in these spaces because because they have they're filling the gap on terminator they're they're probably going to do something with shrek which will probably be similar to what they're doing out in hollywood with their movie that's what i want Star Trek. Something Star Trek themed. I want Star Trek. I like Star Trek. I know Star Trek has a big fan base, but it's why... It's also got 50 years worth of material that you can pull from. (laughs) Yeah, well, Doctor Who has a huge fan base and a long-running thing, too, but I don't know how it would really fit in a theme. I mean, see, something like Doctor Who, I think, would actually fit better at Universal because of the, the large fan base from Britain. And uh, I'd be okay with it. Travels Imagine there, going so. through the door of the TARDIS to get into, and then it opens up into the bigger. It's bigger on the inside. The yeah. land is bigger on the inside. But then again, his Doctor Who became a thing that Americans have just rightfully adopted and stolen from the British, and now they don't care about it anymore. I don't know. I'm done with this question. I, at any time I talk to British people, they don't talk about their love of Doctor Who. So, But I, I meet an American at least once a month who loves Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who. I know. Lots of people do. So uh, Troy James asks, is the five-day ticket offered on Universal website also offered at the gate? I know it would be $20 more per ticket, but I would be purchasing for another family with my annual pass for a 15% discount. Troy? I have no idea. I have bought tickets there before, uh, and I haven't ever had an issue getting the ticket that I wanted at the gate. I was just going to say, match I up think they'll it. sell you whatever ticket they yeah. can at the gate. I think they'll sell you any ticket. Yeah, they'll they'll sell you whatever is available. It's just as you pointed out, it's more expensive if you buy it at the gate. Uh, except in your case, because you have the annual pass discount, uh, that is definitely definitely the way to go with it. Uh, because you know, uh, I, I think fifteen on a five day ticket. I didn't do the the math in my head, so I apologize. But uh, I believe, as you kind of pointed out, fifteen percent is going to be a lot better of a deal than twenty dollars off online. Mm-hmm. So that, I'm going to end with one last two questions. A quick one first. John Gregory says, "How soon will Kids Own close after Halloween Horror Nights to make way for Nintendo construction?" Beats me at this point now because every person that I had that was in and around that area was saying that it was going to be closed in June. And then once June came and went, they kind of skirted around it and did the, well, you know, because Dragons is closing and and other stuff's rumored to be closing. That just kind of came and went. So at this point now, I think we're working on – we're working on a day-to-day basis on it. When Universal pulls the trigger, they'll probably give us about two months' notice, like yeah. they've been doing for everything else. So we will see what happens. I, I can't imagine it will be, though, until after the holidays. because uh, And even then, once you have Mardi Gras rolling around, they're using a lot of the parade building area back there for, for events, too. So it's Nintendo will definitely cause a cluster, regardless when construction starts. 
So now we're going to finish up with the last question. This was a fun one. This goes back to that that lightheartedness that we were talking about just a little bit before. Eric, uh, again, I still cannot pronounce your last name, but you had two good questions, and you get rewarded with another one. Do you think a 3D Scooby-Doo house for HHN would work? He really wants one. I know Eric. Oh, you know Eric? Yeah, you know Eric, too. You've met Eric. He he worked at our Diz event at Diagon Alley. Oh, yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't know his last name. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how to say it, but I know what it is. Yeah. Anyway, what did he ask? Sorry. Do you think a 3D Scooby-Doo house for Halloween Horror Nights would work? I have already said how much I hate 3D houses, but I would would think if they took James Gunn's original rated R Scooby-Doo movie and plopped it into a house i would be i would dig it no no i you don't want it i disagree with that i'd say take take the characters you meet during the day and put them in a house with the dumbest looking ghosts just like in the tv show that in in the uh, the original cartoon and just do a lot of people ripping the masks off as you walk exactly do something with that just make it like one of those head scratchers like you know, there's there's moments. The light's going off. They're jumping out at you. But overall, you're just like, is this really happening right now? It would be kind of cool if it followed an actual plot, too. Like, it was a mystery that you're learning as you go through the house, and they solve it at the end. Because, so if it was an original mystery, a house that told an actual story. Because then there's the opportunity for sequel houses in the future. Yeah. It could keep – it could is be a, Scrappy-Doo involved? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> Scrappy-Doo should never be involved. It's it, we're, talking, we're talking the Fab Five of Scooby-Doo. Okay. And just that. And I, I actually like it. Actually, taking it another step forward, adding in an interactive element like a, like a flashlight at one of the Knott's mazes, something like that. Universal where steal the Knott's stuff. <laughs> steal, steal that idea. Do a Scooby-Doo house where you go through with only a flashlight. And that's how you make it a little bit creepier and not just over-the-top goofy the entire way through. And then you add an extra element in. And I, I don't know if they still have a friendship with Hanna-Barbera anymore since uh since Hanna Barbera has been removed from know. the parks and stuff. But if they do, that is I mean, well clearly the characters are still meeting and I was greeting. just gonna say, I was like I it's like I forgot <laughs> <laughs> two minutes after talking about it. But I'm I'm all bored on this Scooby Doo idea. <laughs> I like I want flashlights and I wanna I wanna be coming around the corner and you have like this Scooby who's got like the big scared exactly shaking animatronic that should be a permanent attraction in fact i Uh, mean that's what scooby-doo is like it should be scooby-doo's haunted house i know or uh, like they did the walking dead in hollywood give us scooby-doo here in orlando and if you're not going to give it to us as a house maybe do it as a dark ride there it is there you go we oh my god and the attraction vehicles are little mystery machines um brilliant yeah brilliant yeah. That should that should be you know what that should be what goes into in Lagoon. Yeah. We're taking we're taking the cartoons. We're getting rid of that the 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 cartoons from comic books or newspapers, not comic books. Well, some of them turned into that, but we're taking classic cartoons from the the sixties and seventies, and we're turning that into the new Toon Lagoon mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Jetsons, the Hanna Barbera area. Yeah, the exactly. Jetsons area. Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. I'm, I'm ready. I know. I know. Oh my god, the Jetsons is like like a. It could even just be like a Dumbo ride in yeah. your little. 
really, really, really simple in order to do that. But there's there's a lot to choose from. A wacky races right behind. ribs in the Flintstone area. Yeah, the Universal does not sell ribs anywhere currently. So, no, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But okay, well that was a, that was a fun way to to wrap this one up. So uh, that is going to do it for this episode. So of course, uh, if you need any more information on this show or any of the others on the Disunplugged podcast network, head over to disunplugged.com. I thought you were going to say head over to the Winchester. Yeah, or you can head over to the the know, Winchester, pub. get a pint. Uh, <laughs> Okay, pub, 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 pub. Just say pub for the very end. Sorry, it's all good. It's all good. You can head over to disunplugged.com, find links to our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, here, there, and everywhere. If you're not following us on Facebook, maybe that's why you didn't know you could have asked a question for this. Mm-hmm. We gave you a chance. You mm-hmm. did not choose to do it. Eric did twice. Get it, Eric. Go you, Eric. So, yeah, head over there. And then if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, please hit that thumbs up or leave us comments down below about how much you love our costumes this year. Because we put in the most minimal of efforts on them, and we want praise on it. So please go ahead and do that, as well as anything else that you might want to talk about down there. And make sure you are subscribed and sharing it as much as possible and if you're listening to this on itunes make sure you are subscribed rating and reviewing us so thank you very much to everyone out there uh we really appreciate your listening watching however you consume this we we do appreciate that you do it we hope you really really love it that's why we are doing it and uh we hope everyone out there has a happy halloween a safe and happy halloween spooky yes and you can't you cannot get not spooky by it but safe spooky and fun halloween we hope everyone has it but thank you again thank you ed for being here with me now uh why don't you say we go to the winchester for a pub a, a pub? pint a pint <laughs> oops i almost <laughs> i almost said the f word <laughs> fun caught myself there fun i almost said should we go to the winchester for a pub fun what do you want to do i don't know pint pub pub i think he says pub, pub. he does say pub okay but they go to the pub for a pint yeah pint yeah Gotta get a pint. So that's going to do it for this episode. We will be back with you again next week for another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, no resolutions.